you're listening to the Commercial Finance Podcast by Lee Chandler, where we discuss industry insights, tips about lending, capital finance, business acquisitions, the worst investment you can have is cash, real estate acquisitions, your financial advice depends on who you are, and everything in between. This is the Commercial Finance Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Lee Chandler podcast, Commercial Finance. I am your host, Leland Baptist, and thank you for coming back. So what are we going to talk about today, right? I'm going to give you guys a quick market update from the lens of an investor. Why? Because everyone is an investor. We are all investors, all right? You don't have to be a hedge fund manager to be an investor and to control your own future. So what that also means is that you have to make sure you have the right perspective. So we're going to cover job growth unemployment and elasticity with no fluff. Okay. A lot of the, a lot of the news out there is tons of fluff. We're going to take that away. Okay. But, but first let's have a short message from one of our sponsors. Welcome back. Welcome back. So let's get right into it. We're talking about job growth. And so if you watch the news uh, recently, they will inform you that job growth has increased, well, has increased anywhere in a range. Okay. They give you a range anywhere from 400,000 to 700,000. Now you're probably wondering how the heck is that, right? Either you're employed or you're not employed. Again, think about this guys. Any, anyone who has already done any, any investing, whether you're a CPA, your accountant, or yourself has gone to the IRS website and opened up what's called a, or, or started what's called an EIN number, right? Employee identification number. So let's put it in, in, in a real example. Let's say you're looking to purchase a property, all right? And you weren't really sure what type of entity you were going to form to buy that property. So you waited until a week before the purchase to create an entity. All right, no worries there, okay, because the transaction hasn't happened. Well, what the IRS is going to do is they're going to report to the government and say, hey, such and such just created an employee, and they're going to attract that employee or employees from the EIN number that you're using to, um, to be identified with your property, all right? So in that exact moment, poof, <laughs> an employee was created per the government, all right? That's how that works. So does it mean that 700,000 uh, additional people are back to work? No, no, that is not what that means. It, it could be a variation of some people and then a variation of others who are maybe starting a new business, right? When you start, when you start a new business and you want to open up a business bank account, you have to have, have your EIN number or your IRS letter. In order to do that, you have to open up an EIN essentially. And that counts as an employee. So that is very, very, that can be very, very confusing, but that's the honest truth. All right. Now, what we have here is they're saying, hey, because of that so-called job growth, we're also having employment, I mean, excuse me, unemployment decrease. And again, you have to understand the actual formula for unemployment. Okay. The formula for unemployment. 
And the way that formula works is that anyone who has been unemployed for longer than it's either six weeks or six months, that individual is no longer, no longer considered a part of the workforce. Therefore, they're no longer part of the unemployment equation. Therefore, your unemployment rate will drop. So essentially, if they're going to give you six weeks um, of pay, basically, or yeah, six weeks of pay, if you don't find a job after those six weeks, they, they don't consider you in, unemployed anymore. They're saying that you're no, you're no longer looking for employment. Okay, now let, let this sink in. If it's February and people were laid off in December for seasonal work or people chose to quit their jobs, right? So they're no longer technically employed, so therefore they're unemployed. They, they may gather unemployment. Unemployment runs out within six weeks, let's say six weeks, for example, and they choose to start a job in between that time frame. That would make the job growth, or excuse me, excuse me, they chose to start a business, right, within that time frame. That would make the numbers for the job growth to increase because you could go on the IRS website, get an IRS uh, letter, and actually have, you know, start two businesses or two companies at the same exact day. That counts as two employees. That's how that works. So that number goes up. And therefore, after the six weeks where, you're, where someone's unemployment runs out, therefore, you're, you're no longer in the hunt for a job. Therefore, you're not considered unemployed. And therefore, you're no, longer, you're no longer in that equation. And that is what makes the unemployment rate drop. So nothing else in the economy could change outside of people choosing to be uh, bitten or choosing to take on the entrepreneurial spirit. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is the labor shortage. Now, they're telling you that unemployment has decreased, yet 47% of businesses that have jobs are, they're not able to, able to be filled. So let that sink in. That means that jobs that job or employers who are posting jobs as in openings, they're not able, that 47% of those businesses or companies are not able to fill those openings. Going back to what I said earlier, which is more than likely you're having more and more people say to themselves, wow, maybe I should go ahead and start a business instead. And what's also interesting is that many employees, I'm sure, have realized that through the pandemic, the individuals who received the most benefits were business owners and not employees. And I believe that is also something in the back of the mind of many uh, people who are in the job market or who are choosing to exit the job market. OK, so because of that, there's a labor shortage. This is the reason for the labor shortage. The news is telling you that, you know, they don't know why, you know, no, it's really, it's really that simple. That's the reason for the labor shortage. Okay. So we all know that inflation is, is tracking higher, right? We all know that the federal reserve is planning on raising interest rates. Um, and because of the labor shortage, we actually, we actually have in some cases, many cases actually, we have used cars selling for more or costing more than newer vehicles, all right? And that's because you're having labor shortage. We're also having wages that have not changed. So therefore, people may think to themselves, why would I exchange my time for money when the wages have not changed? Maybe it's best for me to go ahead and have a business or a side hustle of my own, all right? All that plays a factor. Now, elasticity. 
Elasticity just means, for, for economics, it just means the likelihood that something can stretch but not fully change. All right? I'll give you guys an example. If you're married and you're truly committed to your spouse, your spouse could probably do, God forbid, anything to you. And because your love and commitment is elastic, meaning it changes, meaning that it can stretch like a, like a rubber band, you are willing to commit to your spouse. All right? That's a great way for elasticity. So for elasticity, they're saying that the increase of air travel and hotel stays are elastic. In other words, many people, either rumors or true truth, said, hey, the pandemic's over. You don't need your mask anymore. Uh, people aren't dying. Therefore, you can hop on this airplane. You can, you can go ahead and, and get back into your hotels. You can go ahead and travel. You can go to Disney World, et cetera. All right? And the elasticity that they're talking about talking about in the market is that and, and this is basically saying that people are so willing to do it regardless. Now, what I think is interesting is it reminds me of when I was a child, you know, I enjoy, you know, I'm older. So when PlayStation one came out, right, I, I had the choice to either play with the PlayStation or go outside. I enjoyed going outside, right? But what's interesting is I never realized how much I enjoyed the PlayStation until my mother would take it away for punishment. Like, like the likelihood for, for the economics is this. Many people didn't realize how much they enjoyed being in a cramped airplane, right? Or that they enjoyed staying at a, a random hotel until that opportunity was taken away. So is that true elasticity? Not really. Because we know that if cases were to be broadcast with people unfortunately passing away uh, from a virus, right? With no cure in sight, we're you're gonna have a lot of people again stop traveling, whether it's government mandated or not. So that elasticity in that case is false. That's not true. It's not true at all. If you keep if you mandate many people to stay in their homes for 24 months or 18 months or 12 months at a time, yeah, absolutely. The moment that they're able to travel, what are they, what are they gonna do? They're gonna travel because it was an opportunity that they always had or a freedom they always had that is now taken away, all right? So what, is, what does this mean for, for your perspective as an investor? It means a lot of things, it means a lot. It's letting you know that right now in our, in our market, many are choosing to take their own power into their hands. How do we know that? Because the quote unquote job growth, therefore new jobs, these are coming from people who are choosing to invest either in some, some type of asset or basically invest in themselves as an entrepreneurship or side hustles, okay? It lets you know that because wages are static, therefore wages are not, are not increasing, people are less willing to occupy or fill the current job openings, okay? So as an investor, what that should let you know is that this is a great opportunity to partner with other like-minded individuals so that you guys can actually go for better opportunities for investing. And as you're partnering with other people, you're gonna have less risk. Quick example for that, for just quick example. Let's say that you work full-time and your best friend works full-time, all right? You, you, you both are have complained about the fact that you haven't had a raise or that you're, you're being paid too little for your time. You both could create an LLC or an entity or even separate entities 
have a joint venture agreement, and then go after different opportunities in the market. Whereas if you went after those opportunities by yourself, you would risk 100% of your money. But as you're going, you're going for those opportunities with other people, or in this case, with your best friend, you would only, only lose half that amount or a fourth of that amount, all right? So what this, what this should tell you is now is a better time to partner with others and take less risk on yourself and take less risk on yourself. So I hope that makes sense. If you guys have any questions, please reach out to me, Instagram, LinkedIn, or even on the Facebook page. And also don't forget, you can always join Asset Builders Club. And again, look at this from the lens of an investor. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, Leland Baptist here. And if you're looking to add investments to your portfolio, maybe something outside of the stock market, something you can put your hands on, that could be an established business. It can also be uh, investment real estate, okay? But you're having trouble because maybe you need a team. You're realizing that you can't do it all on your own. You need people to help you with the analysis, the acquisition, the strategies, the capital raising. Heck, you just need help, right? Well, if that's the case, you're in luck. We have a program and a group called Asset Builders Club. Asset Builders Club or ABC. And if this sounds like something that has great interest for you, then all you have to do is this. Go to assets2freedom.com. That is assets2freedom.com. A-S-S-E-T-S, the number two, freedom.com. And we'll see you on the inside.